everyone. We are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me is none other than my co-host, Avera. Hey, what's up, guys? I hope you're having a fantabulous day, wherever you might be in the world right now. Right on. You know what I'm missing right now? A shirt that says Zed on it. <laughs> That's it. Next on the show, we have Noble. <laughs> I think I got that out of me now. I think you coughed up a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> Either oh, that or he's show. experimenting on, like, <laughs> giving life to zombies. No, who knows? You may never know the truth, but it'll <laughs> come out one day. All right, next on the show, we have Jay Silverwolf. Hello, hello everybody who is watching us live, and uh, also hello to the ones who are watching the pre-recorded of today's show. Um it's been a while. Good to be back. Um, thank you to the Raiders team for having me be here, and uh, I'm looking forward to this wonderful show. Yeah. Hey, right on, buddy. Great to have you back. <clears throat> yeah. And joining us DJ, for guys. the first time ever, we have Shark. Hey, Fuzzbutts. It's Shark here. Um, really looking forward to this episode. Looking forward to chatting with you guys. Appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, heck yeah. Now, for you guys who don't know, Shark is a podcaster herself. She has an incredible story that her whole story journey and everything. So I kind of just want to jump right into it. Shark, uh, like, what got you into being a furry to begin with? <laughs> what got me into being furry? Yeah. Um, I'm an artist. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, it, it was it was an art thing for me. Um I don't know. I mean, I like to draw. I like doing illustrations. I saw the costumes. I thought those were really cool. Um, started looking into how much they were and kind of went, oh, God, I don't know about that. And so I started making them. And what? It took me like seven, eight years to kind of develop a style. And because um, I was in college, so it was like a part time thing. It was just kind of something I did on the side between college and then full time job. Um and but eventually I got to the point to where now I'm a fursuit maker in the fandom full time. So, oh wow, full time. So so mm -hmm. you, you do like commissions and stuff. Yep. Yep. That's yeah, awesome. after everything on uh, Twitter went down, now I kinda do like fursuits and that, illustrations. That's awesome, Thank you. So the fandom's been pretty good. It's been pretty I love the fandom because of that, you know, it gives artists a uh, a chance to kind of do their own thing. Yeah, oh, right. I have, have the outlets for creativity and, you know, and self-expression. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice because you, yeah, exactly. Like you can do your own thing you and be your own boss. You don't have to get into advertisements. Like I was going to get into advertisements. Um, I did not like that at all. So it's like, it's an awesome outlet. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So did, did you take like classes about like marketing or stuff like that? Yeah, I was starting to, um, <laughs> Funny enough, okay. what got me out of it was they started teaching us how to manipulate uh, people based on, like, emotions, like how to sell a product through manipulating emotions. Oh. So oh. at that point, I'm like, I'm this is not the route for me. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> manipulating people into buying items, essentially. So, That's pretty spooky, right? I, I feel yeah. like art should speak for itself. Right. You know, instead of using shady tactics. Yeah. The no. So uh, the downside is I know you, uh, you've actually. I'm sorry. What? The downside is marketing sort of pushed up to the point where it sold as a way to make money and not to harass and annoy people. Which yeah. I get a lot of marketing material myself, and it's like, oh, that's the kind of game you want to play. Well, then I won't buy from you ever again. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, uh, have you ever had um, any, like, backlash from the community because of, like, your own personal beliefs or whatnot? 
Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, I I would imagine so. You know, like again, like for those of you uh, listeners <laughs> who don't know who this person is, uh, Shark has had a whole bunch of drama going on. I don't really want to get into that, but but I do want your uh, your perspective on how you deal with you know people that kind of criticize you simply for your own beliefs. How I criticize? Okay, so how, just how so, you deal with it. No. Yeah, 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 how you deal with it. Criticism. Like, yeah, like, um, what, like, what do you say to these people? So, basically, I think like the best way to go about this, I've learned, is there's a couple of things. One is to just ignore them. There are some people that they just like comment on everything, like everything that I post. They're going through like all of my history, and they're commenting all of this pretty much like these rumors that they've heard about me and they're like oh aren't you this person that did this and you know and showing like pictures of me with people and uh you know so so it's like when people are just like consistent like when one person is consistently attacking me i find that the best thing to do is just ignore them that seems to piss them off um i trolled people for a while that got a little old um there's one person who like she consistently attacks me so it's funny because I ended up shutting her up by telling her, you know, hey, it amuses me that I I pretty much live rent free in your head, and that shut her up. <laughs> oh, right on. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I guess like the best way to oh, man. to just take the heat from the fandom is just to kind of laugh at them. Um, something else that I'm kind of trying that's new is to just say no, like no. Oh, you're a racist. No, no, I'm not. Oh, you're not. Nope, nope, I'm not that either. Like I'm not. Nope, nope. <laughs> so just to ignore them and then just to kind of slap them down like no bad no hey, um, that, that's great yeah, right. I, I mean i like take like a comical approach to it you know what i mean like i'll tell i'll tell wolfie my partner it's like man they have no idea who i am like i'm just this big boogeyman that they've created and it's kind of comical at this point so that's what i do is i just kind of laugh at it I, I mean honestly though like speaking of comedy the left can't meme so, like, it's super easy to just, like, laugh at their bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and the, and it either, like, really right. offends them that you're laughing, or it just leaves them super confused, and they don't really know how to take it, so they stop yeah. to you, I guess. It's kind of weird. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah, I, I just, there's another thing I'd like to ask, like, in terms of that, just to kind of stay on this for a bit before moving on... Um, what do you like in terms of dealing with things? Like, there's an element of you know, there's something you have to say to yourself when you're in this crisis. Like, what do you, what would you say to yourself when you're faced with like, you know, everything is basically jammed down your, you know, your throat. Everyone's coming up against you. Like, oh, you're basically okay. in the, you're like you're basically in this little, you know, in this thing, and it feels like everything is just knocking on your doorstep, and yeah. Like, um, so like something that I told myself, like when, when I really first started getting a lot of heat, um, I guess like the biggest thing that helped me was people were coming to me privately and they were thanking me. Like, you know, we need somebody to speak up against the fandom. Like we need somebody to, sh to like give a different perspective. And so when people started telling me that, then, uh, the conclusion that I kind of came to was I was essentially sacrificing my position in the fandom um, to show, I guess, like sane individuals in the fandom that these crazies are here. They're trying to take over the fandom in certain aspects and there are still normal people in the fandom. Uh, normal is a loose term. <laughs> but, but but you know, it's like there are still people in the fandom that just want to be in the fandom because we're furries. We don't want it to be political and crazy. That's right. Um, so, and that's kind of, that's what really, really helped me was it's just like, hey, you know, like, yeah, you're, you're getting slandered right now, but look at the bigger picture of it. You're exposing a lot of negativity in the fandom and, and people are, they're thankful for it. Like, they're very grateful that that's happening. Unfortunately, it had to happen, but it, it, it helped other people, and I guess that's what... Well, I, I, I gotta say, I'm very thankful that you, you know, are able to speak your mind and, and your opinion, especially when it comes to trans issues, because that, that's definitely a very hot-button thing going on. Yeah. But uh, I think you're probably one of the only people I've ever heard talk about being a detransitioner and, like, what that's like, like, you know... Yeah. Yeah, to I'm an individual, you know, 
That's mm-hmm. a very powerful message. I think a lot of people need to hear about that. You they did a do, great job especially... with that. Well, thank you. I mean, I, yeah. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I, I could only imagine just how traumatic that might have been, just going through that whole process and everything. But uh, the fact that fun. you're able you to know, talk about it in a realistic manner is very respectable. I appreciate that. No, it's I. I'll be honest. I wasn't traumatized by the experience at all. It. Um, I'm glad I lived as a man for 10 years because it taught me a lot. You know, it, it taught me a lot about mm-hmm. how society works. Uh, and, and what gets me is, you know, all these women, they start saying that, uh, oh, you know, men are misogynists and it's easier to be a man in this world. It's like, no, it's not actually. It's a lot easier to be a woman than it is to be a man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know. So You're not I, wrong. I What's up? I said you're not wrong. Like nowadays, yeah, it's you got to be really careful about yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad it happened. To be honest, and like detransitioning, that was a trip. It's like, wow, this is. It took me about two or three years to detransition, really, like mentally and stuff. Like, right? Because I never really lived as a girl, you know. Like I lived as a little boy, and then I grew up and went through puberty and it's like oh shoot you know i'm supposed to be a guy so then i went straight into being a guy and living life as a as a male and yeah so it's been interesting it's been a good life journey (laughs) right on i'm very passionate about trans stuff (laughs) oh absolutely yeah i know all right live comment here just for you shark ali says Shark, you are so talented and inspirational. I'm glad you're in the Furry Raiders family with us. Aw, thank you, Allie. You're so sweet. (laughs) Aw, Allie, she's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, Girl, I'll talk to you um, later. um, Yeah, Shark. (laughs) I I totally agree, Shark. Like, really incredible story. Like, just the the whole journey. Uh, For you guys who are curious, you can check out uh, Shark's podcast. Uh, She and, and Kona do this, what is it, every week, I think? Yeah, every week. Our our schedule's kind of yep. weird because we're living in a new area right now. <laughs> but yeah, we try right. to do it at least once a week. Well, hey, it, it's definitely worth looking into. They have some really interesting uh, perspectives that I think you guys might be interested in. Hell yeah. The, um, let's start with the foundations. Like, what's your, what's your podcast called? Okay, so this is funny. You guys are called the Furry Rambles. <laughs> um, Shark Rambles. <laughs> <laughs> which was I, I like so i, I should I named sue you for knocking off the name <laughs> yeah well we're, we're the raiders rambles all right don't, don't be copyright striking us oh come on right like i know i named it shark rambles and then and then i started looking at this podcast and i'm like crap well, what do i do i'm oh, like I can't, I can't rename it <laughs> hey you're good it's all good like we all just ramble it's all good yeah <laughs> all right cool so, uh, Shark okay, Rambles? So what kind of get you got you into the podcasting bug? What was that? What got me into it? Yeah. What kind of? Uh, well, really, um, I'm just tired of, if you couldn't tell by my Twitter, I'm tired of uh, a certain narrative being pushed and we're not allowed to speak, especially like it's America, land of the free. And I always I feel very strongly about that. Um, and so... When people tell me that I'm not allowed to speak my mind, I'm going to speak it louder. And so when I got, when the left tried to cancel me, it just angered me to the point where it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to come at you. You canceled the wrong furry. I'm going to keep posting on Twitter. I'm going to make more comics. And hell, I'm going to do a podcast. (laughs) Hell yeah. So thank you to the left mob that tried to cancel me. It's your fault. (laughs) And now you're digging the trenches with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you guys would like to ask? Um, I guess another thing uh, is though. I, uh, I would just like to say okay, go on. Um, go on, again, uh, Shark. Um, th- thank you so much for for what you do, and uh, um, again, very um, inspirational and awesome, awesome of you for what you do. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jay. Yeah, she's great. Um, one last thing. Fursuits. Fursuits. Are you, you know, are you in the, you know, still in the business 
of making fussies by any chance or I am. Um right now I'm kinda of taking a little break because my partner has characters that he wants to be made. So I'm just like, all right, just make all of his stuff. But yeah, no, I I still make fursuits. Um you can find me on Twitter, it's Kaiju Costumes. I've been Kaiju costumes for a while, but yeah, that's Oh, that's, that's you? Yeah. Whoa, I've heard about that. Damn. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. You're a I seen a I seen a video with you and my hyena. Oh yeah, you did. Calix, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Calix. Oh, she's cool. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> she like lives twenty minutes away from me. Oh, nice. So yeah, okay. Yeah, well, Long Island furs, you know. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Oh gosh, she wore the hell. She wore. She just wore that suit like crazy. Like she every. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she totally did though, right? Oh yeah. my goodness, yo! I, I was. I actually was on a connecting flight with Calix uh, when I was going to Denver, uh, back in the summer. Nice. Yeah, we were on the same plane. It was. It was pretty wild. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. She's cool. Oh yeah, she's cool. All right. All right. Yeah. So, shall we get? Thanks. Thanks for being on, Shark. It was, you know, thanks, thanks for taking well, thank me in. Thank you for having me. You know, thanks for having our questions. And, you know, it's just overall, like, we sit here and we just jive in, just ramble on random topics. And hopefully I'd love to hear more about your show. Where, could, where, do you, where can we find it? Um, so it's, it's Shark Rambles on Twitter. Um, right now I'm on Anchor and Spotify, Pocket Casts. I'm trying to... I, was t- uh, I need to get like onto YouTube and things too. So right now we're on yeah. Spotify and Anchor. Um, yeah, and yeah. I mean, as for me, I mean, we're on. We are. We are on. We publish to YouTube. We publish to Twitch. Um, we're also looking for publishing at more platforms, but we are on, you know, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, BitChute, and Stitcher. And so you know, like it's it always helps to have a uh, you know a hub for all you know for the audio only and video only as yeah. well so so as to be able to spread your message as well so definitely yeah i mean i did cool. come into this with gusto with no you know just like a fish out of water basically so take it from me hell yeah all right cool stuff all right so shall we get into the meat and bones of Oh, oh boy, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, let's get right on into it. Let's start falling and screaming into this day. Uh, oh boy. You know what? Did you do you want your hairball back, Noble? I, you know what? Doesn't matter. I'm giving it back. <laughs> <laughs> I have Magic Eight Ball in my hand. All right, let's start with this first item. International Cat Federation bans Russian cats from all competitions. So this is blatant speciesism right here. They're literally banning any cats that have a nationality from Russia. Yes, in this competition. This makes me want to change my fursona to a Russian blue. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 think about this though. Who exactly does this hurt? Like what what was the thinking behind making this? Right. Oh, we're going to stick it to Russia because your, your pets can compete in a competition or whatever. Like, what? Huh? It comes across as very petty. Very petty. Yeah, or pandering, right? Yeah, petty yes. and pandering. Definitely. Exactly. Like, um, what the fuck? Like sheep... I'm sorry. This is like sheep-minded right here. Like, this is the horde. I mean, it's it's so sad. It's This is like hive mind at peak. I feel sure. bad for these cats too. Like, what if this was their dream to win a gold medal, and now all of a sudden <laughs> they they can't do that? Like, oh, these poor kitties. Right, ah, been bred kind for years. This kind of behavior should also be expected, since it happened during the 1940s with German shepherds. I think. You oh God, did it? Them down. So the the Nazi shepherds. Is that what they cats. called them? Jeez. Yeah. No, high Nazi shepherds. Did we not learn anything? <laughs> what? Live comments. Dingo says, "I didn't know cats were participating in wars." <laughs> Yo, oh, actually, they are. They are. They are, though. Actually, Dingo, they, they legit are. Have you seen the articles about oh, like right. the Ukrainian soldiers that have like cats on their shoulders? Yeah. Like the cats are going to war. 
Mm-hmm. That shit was spreading around for for a while, like yeah, last week. Um, I yeah, yeah, you saw that, right? They were being, they were being trained with. Um, how would you say? You know how cats love lasers. They were saying. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, were like trained like, to like, attack that shit. <laughs> yeah, so you so that they couldn't get sniped. It's like the cat. Oh, there's a laser, and, the, and then the people know. Okay, there's a sniper yeah. up there. <laughs> the amount of people taking the piss at the moment with the news is just fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I think, and from this, like, let's have a look at the the ratification for this. It says, the Federation International Feline issued a statement saying it cannot just witness these atrocities and do nothing. <laughs> so, what are they talking about? Did, did they, do they think they're doing something by not letting... Uh, not cats letting, compete? You know, saying no cat like, bred in Russia may be imported and registered in any five pedigree book outside of Russia. No cat belonging to exhibitors living in Russia may be entered at any five show outside of. Russia. Oh my goodness! What the bonkers, man! Seriously, sticking it to those that's cats crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you show those cats who's allowed in, who's allowed to win medals. Yeah. You... <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, imagine like like you you booked a flight like a month in advance, you know, going to this international competition with you and your cat, and it's like, nope, sorry, Russia did a thing, so your your Russian cat is like illegal. Yeah. Like the fuck? Huh? Oh, what? Why? What happened? <laughs> ah. It's called people. Ugh. It's crazy. No, it's not. Leave the cats alone. <laughs> yeah, you forget this is all fair game. I suppose so. Well, obviously, it's being done as a symbolic gesture you know, towards Russia. It's not the cat's fault. It's not the owner's fault or whatever. This is well, just a signifier. Devolving. We could start devolving to talking about meta, but let's leave that for later in the show. We're going to host it. <laughs> well, the next thing that here's an interesting little point as well that you found. The story attracted condemnation from Chinese users of Weibo with one setting. Animals should not have nationalities. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. What I find right. interesting about all this Russian stuff is how the like this the Chinese government I, it's just interesting to to see what's coming out of China right now. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's a little like, scary, but yeah. They like know what's what's happening, what's up. They know know what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah. And like sometimes, you know, part of me basically says, you know, it's torn. I says the moments I just say, WTF, I love China now and fuck China and I'm like, I'm so damn torn. God damn. Well, you, you, you guys know there's a lot of uh, like furry fursuit creators and artists who live in Russia. They do incredible work and, and they've That's been a right. really big contributor to the furry community. But now with all these sanctions and crap, now we're kind of seeing, you know, like, unfortunately, some of these really talented artists don't have a venue anymore to go through. Mm-hmm. Or to make a livelihood. Like, I. Yeah, I, just, I was just able to make you know to purchase that from a Russian artist not too long ago, and then yeah, that needs to clamp harder. It's just you know, now we have to go through some you know hoopla just to be able to buy art from a Russian or to give them their livelihoods. Yeah, PayPal doesn't work. Um, th- there's, there's a lot of, a, there's a lot of... Like, and now they're excited oh. to clamp down. It's yep, yeah, some really crazy. shit. Like at the moment, oh. like the only other option I guess this world is going to turn to is you know, build your own bank and build your own payment processor, pay yeah. in crypto, pay in cryptocurrency. Yeah. Well, now our government is trying to get into cryptocurrency. That's probably a good option, considering the fact that inflation in U.S. dollars is going way the crap up. It's like five dollars a gallon for gas. Like what the crap? Dude. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, I just paid for petrol yesterday, and I snorted money out of my nose to pay for it. <laughs> oh my good golly goodness. Australia, yes, it's 
I just checked the petrol stations earlier today. It was two dollars ten for a liter of petrol. Bro, yes, like in freedom bucks, you're right. It's pretty consistent with it being five bucks a gallon. Yeah, right. That's crazy, bro. I spent thirty five dollars uh, just the other day, and it only filled me up like halfway. So that means seventy dollars to fill my tank up. Like it used to be forty. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's double. what the heck. Yeah. It used to be forty bucks, maybe thirty-eight. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's double the price. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy. Yeah, and I'm and I'm not just the only one. You know, I use my car to go to work and everything. And oh yeah, yeah, totally. Just remember that this is all getting started. Well, it's really starting to ramp up at the moment, so it's going to keep like this for a while. Yeah, Don't expect I, it to I, I think you're right around. about that. It, it's probably going to be around ten dollars a gallon, maybe more, maybe like twelve. That's what they're estimating? Eventually, yeah. that's what eventually, estimating. yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. Yeah, honestly, that's what they want. Dang. I mean, they're they're trying to push us into an electric system, and our government, the Biden regime, has actually discussed that. They were talking about that last year, how um, they were going to force the oil industries out they were going to force americans into an electronic system and that's what they're doing and they don't they don't care and you see the elites talking about that okay but like where where does that electricity come from it comes from burning fossil fuels at the power plants like yeah before yeah we were like that's common sense like come on yeah people and this these are things people don't think about and then they don't care about the planet. I'm going to say that right now because they're trying to push this green movement. If they actually cared about us being more green and more planet friendly, uh, they would be pushing. I've talked to with other people about this. It's like they'd be pushing for us to use old vehicles. They would be pushing for personal responsibility. Like, hey, you person, like take the personal responsibility to do X, Y, and Z to to make your life healthier and green. You know, just oh. I love our government. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, but okay, so h- how do you think this affects, like, uh, Russian furry artists? Because there, there's a lot of fursuit makers and just badge artists, artists or, you know, whatever. Like, like, they can't even be paid anymore, like, in most circumstances. That's really yeah, going to hurt a lot of people. Yeah. Well, and you know what's so frustrating too is the argument is well, the Ukrainians don't even have means to, to because you know they're getting bombed and all this. It's like okay, I understand that that they're fleeing their homes, but um, the people in Russia shouldn't be punished for what's happening. Um, no, they shouldn't, and we're being punished too. Yeah, like like why in the hell is gas six dollars a gallon? Like what the crap is that going on? No, not cool. Right. And I just seen an article today talking about how um, people in Texas, they're actually crossing the border down into Mexico and they're filling their tanks at about two dollars a gallon. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh That's bonkers. Yeah. So this is all government. This is all sanctioned. But it's it's ridiculous that they are virtue signaling so strongly that they're hurting. They don't care about the Russian citizens, which. And, and and what gets me is that the people like in Western countries, they're like, oh, this is awesome. Like the Russians need to pay. It's like, OK, well, let's think about this in another way. Like you guys are all anti-Trump, the ones that, you know, it's like. So let's say like you're anti-Trump. Well, what if Trump had put us into war and the rest of the world had decided to sanction us and they had decided to cut us off from, you know, what I mean, like people need to. Think yeah. About these things. And then like, like gas prices doubled in 24 hours. Yeah. What right, the fuck yeah, is that about? And, and you've been cut off from, from PayPal and you can't use your Spotify anymore. Like it's and, people need to yeah. think about that before they just go out and start screaming that the Russian people need to suffer too. I mean, it's messed he, up. He was bragging about how he hurt the Russian ruble. It was like, it went down like 50% or something crazy like that. Like overnight, he's like, Oh wait, this is a victory for us, America. But like, yeah. Meanwhile, who's it really helping? Inflated and yeah, too. Like, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> is that helping me? No, it's not. Like, what the crap? And on another side note, like when I was able to, you know, do some hoopla and buy art from a Russian artist, I was just the the fees were just over the top. It was ridiculous. Really? So there's yeah, for, uh, like, for shipping. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it was. I didn't pay for shipping, although I technically may have. But I mean, like I'm getting this art piece fee? mailed to me. But that remains to be seen whenever I can get it mailed to me. 
Yeah. Right. Well, are we even taking mail from Russia? <laughs> That's a good question, okay. man. I don't even know anymore. Oh, I want, I want like some, you know, Russian vodka mailed to me because my local liquor store pulled them from the shelves. Yo, right same. Now. Here in America, ten states got rid of Russian imported vodka. I think Ohio, Oklahoma, like like a bunch of st- Washington, they all did that shit. Yeah, ten states in America got rid of imported Russian vodka to like That's I don't know Just support the, the sanctions man, or man. some bullshit. Like, I, yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're just going to lose money. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, what are you doing? I don't want Smirnoff in my store. I'm going to, yeah, yeah, hooray for Ukraine or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Wow. Really? It's your liquor store, bro. Like, just sell us the vodka. I don't Vera, care about have the you war. Completely forgotten the last couple of years with the whole virtue signaling thing. I've uh, no, unfortunately, I, I tried to ignore it, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's but the way you crazy. were talking, it sounds like you completely had. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just thought it got so bonkers that like companies would actually go that far and do shit like that. I, I never thought that would actually be a thing, but oh, apparently it really? is. Come on, look like at what taking ten states taking a product off the shelves because of a foreign war. I've never seen that happen before. Have you? That's right. crazy. Me- meanwhile, companies like Coca-Cola are trying to stop Western countries from, what would you say, um, making it better for Uyghurs, making it better for for essentially, you know, yeah. for the concentration camps over in China. We're trying to make changes there. And you've got companies like Nike and Coca-Cola saying, no, we no, need to sell this stuff to Russia. And on that <laughs> same note, you know, they, they can't offer the same services to Russia, too. And it's not just, you know, Coca-Cola and that. Like, the game companies have also been suspending sales to Russians. Yes, this is a very big story. This actually just dropped a couple of days ago. Uh, Sony has decided to stop doing business with the entire nation of Russia. Yeah. Sony, oh, wow. by the way. Yeah, this this is big news, guys. Pretty yeah, so crazy. And Nintendo. And um, Nintendo, you know what? Um, I, yep. you know what? I, I, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, um, I came across an article where it said something about McDonald's in Russia too. Like, you know, they're trying yeah. to say that McDonald's meats are like part of the uh, the black market now. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I just heard about okay. that too, too. That McDonald's stopped serving. For years now, uh, Americans have been well black marketing cheese into Canada. Huh. Oh, okay. No, that, no, I, I, I know. <laughs> I know. During the fall of the Soviet Union, it was McDonald's and blue jeans were like the two top products, like from the capitalists that they really like the the people wanted to get. It's very ironic now that like McDonald's is saying, "Nope, nope, we're not going to do that." And it's, I think it's, it's so funny. Whoa. But you know what, though, but Russia has has got another avenue out of that, though. But before I do get into that avenue, there is a silver lining to the banning of McDonald's and stuff like that, though. Um, Russians may actually become the most healthiest. Yeah. You know, most well. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was gonna say like yeah, like less diabetes and obesity. Look, you look. You gotta look at the silver lining to all of this. You know? This is true. It is very true. Yeah, totally right. And you know, you may you may be able to confiscate your Netflix, I, I your mean, TikTok, yeah, yeah. your Twitter. Mm-hmm. And your Pornhub from Russia, but <laughs> but you're not going to get your arteries clogged if there is no McDonald's. Thank goodness. Yes, I you're not going to become you know porn addict that way. Jesus. If you do have access to that, everyone's forgetting that these stores that are still have a like physical location or stocks kept within Russian borders. All that shit could just be seized. Yeah, and the yeah. Russian government making a and plan to seize all of those stuff. Yeah. I mean, and one of the bigger China, companies yeah. to take action was TSMC. Please tell me people have been pe- uh, keeping track of that company. No. Are you fucking kidding me? No. The one company that produces, like, the best chips in the world, and you can't be bothered keeping track of it. No. Is that the one that's based out of Taiwan? Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a big problem. Is that also the one that provides all the microchips to, you know, cars and stuff? Yeah, about 80%. The yeah. Like the, okay. the CPUs and everything. The Basically, it's like the Ferrari of the car industry, if that's the top vehicle you can think of. Yeah, and if China steps in and takes yeah. over Taiwan, that company is going to be monopolized. Mm-hmm. Bad news. Fair enough. Gotta love it. And on, on other same notes, though, Russians are still trying to get their McDonald's, though. They're trying to reopen McDonald's by scrapping the trademarks and, like, and sell an off, like, say, you know, sell an off-branded Big Mac. Yeah, I, you know, I, I just wonder, though, like, of all the, like, fursuit makers who do live in Russia, how are they going to help their customers? Because this, this whole crazy ban just happened, like, the other day. So, yeah. what, like, let's say if someone spent $2,000 to buy a fursuit from a Russian fursuit maker, where does that money go, and how do they how do they get what they paid for? Right. Like, what about that? Well, you know, we don't know yeah. about, you know, cargo shipping and all that just yet. Like, or or even sanctions, though. I mean, like, is it okay if that person gave them that money? And, like, yeah, it, it's a, a tough of- question. The thing that really should be pointed out is that if you're caught actually sending money into Russia, even if it's just for you know private uh, sale or something, mm-hmm. it could get the eyes of the governments, mm-hmm. uh, the local government, your local authorities, and you may start getting harassed by the police. Right. And that hurts everybody. You know, just regular people that like a particular artist that want to get a fursuit or a commission or something like that shouldn't be their fault because of politics or governments attacking each other or whatever. Like, that's not cool. Well, and, and so I don't think people realize this too, because I didn't know this unless I had, you know, I'm a fursuit maker. So this is why I know this, but a lot mm-hmm. of the fur that I get, it comes out of Russia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Comes from California and it comes from Russia. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if California makes it, but yeah, like a lot of my high quality fur that I get, it comes from Russia. So that's been making me kind of curious. Okay, well, what's going to happen with the fursuit industry? Because yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm from Russia. Like, uh, are you are you in contact with any of the distributors from Russia at all, or is it like a third party type of thing? No, it's more of a third party, like. Um, Okay. It's like if you lived in Russia, you would go to the uh, to the business and you would buy a bolt of it and then sell me however many yards I need. Right. Right. Okay. Weird question. Don't you? Doesn't everything I now wish that there was a Russian furry oligarch? Yeah. Who can just basically <laughs> yeah. control the you know the market for fursuits instead? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and speaking of that, Zabivaka. Oh, Foxler says hi. Hi. No more fursuits. OMG, what will the fandom do? Right? <laughs> well, that would be uh, that would be craziness. No, we don't have to be in like pup suits or something. Oh, oh God, no, no. <laughs> we have to resolve that. That's what's going to happen if we can't get our fur from Russia anymore. We're all going to be pups. <laughs> so it's still being, nope. It's still manufactured in California. Yes or no? The, uh, the, the the still fur being made there. Yes or no? Oh, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Like, like I said, right, I think the so. Sources is California and Russia. That's where I get my fur. Yeah. Now with Hal Fabrics, I don't know where they get their stuff manufactured, but. Um... I think the fur that I can buy locally is made in China, but I can't confirm that. that makes sense too. <laughs> Unfortunately, Spotlight's a bit of a pain in the ass. So, oh, and uh, heads up, I am sort of keeping an eye on China to see if things go south with that country as well, because yeah, fuck. Oh yeah, well, the, the whole world's gone crazy, man. Yeah, Russia's a big di- diversion for a lot of things happening right now. I believe so. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, crazy times we're living there, like, for sure. Last thing I want to do, like while we're still here, this is the last thing I want to cover. The letter Z. No, for crying out loud. 
right? Like, what, the, what do you normally well, see? Like, what do you normally associate the letter Z with? The, well, we, we know what we associate the Greek version of the letter Z with. I think it's very interesting that the the Russian military is using that letter when they're going into Ukraine. I mean, like, why, why Z? I don't know. Maybe it's, like, more identifiable or something. No, who knows? Yeah, Diego came up with the same sort of idea I had. The uh, There's a movie called, was it World War Z? Mm. Yeah, World War Z, right on. Oh. Someone put it, uh, someone did put in the comments, zombie. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's a lot of things too that that you know, if you scream out for anything that has the that has anything associated with the letter Z Z. Oh, good God! You know what? I actually worried because you know. If somebody spells out of stuff, like my boss's son has a card that has the letter Z on it. Sure. Oh, yeah? Not, is it like, like a white spray painted Z on the side of a no, tank? It's not a paint job. It's not a paint job. No, nothing. It's this. It's because it's got a Z on the name. And it has the Z oh, badge sweet. The back on it, too. Yes. Damn, that's pretty fly. Don't forget right. that uh, what happened in Canada and the uh, honk honk fiasco. <laughs> Trudeau. I <laughs> uh, don't think it was Trudeau. I think it was like some sub person yeah. in the. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter anyway. But the fact that but... someone decided to put honk honk means hail Hitler is fucking ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. oh no. What wow. the crap? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Only, only a connect, only a leaf can come up. With nah, that. man. Like the, there is a way to troll properly, and then there's like being a dick about it, and that's being a dick. Avera, you're forgetting about the third thing. Then there's a uh, trolling as a politician. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, there is that, that as well. You're correct. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, oh. totally. Speaking of Holy dead, bonkers. Do you know which one famous character in literature always has this trademark Z? Zoro. Um. Mm. Oh, oh Zoro. Yeah, Zoro. Yes, of course. Didn't we talk about that show recently about how they're going to have like a female version? Yeah, they're going to remake it with a female. Yeah. Latinx. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're going to call her Zora. And, that's the last thing I. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know what we got. And I don't even know if that's. No. New Zora. Mi nombre is Zora. He's going to do the trademark Z. Ugh, stop, stop remaking films with women. I just want an original film with a strong female lead. I'm tired of these remakes. Yeah, right, dude? Oh, my goodness. Have you seen what they've been doing to Lord of the Rings lately? Uh, oh, there's God. not enough female representation. Fuck you. Like, really? Bro. Oh, this is why I love Studio Ghibli so much is because in all Eowyn of the movies, killed the Witch King. I'm just saying. Ugh. <laughs> But they're going, right. films, yeah, exactly. they're all uh, they're all strong female leads. They're, they're, mm -hmm. they're not pandering. It doesn't. Uh, it's just it's a it's a strong female lead. That's all I want. I don't want. Yeah, mm. that's all well and good. Yo, Galadriel is fucking badass. She, she mm. destroyed the entire fortress of Dol Guldur in Mirkwood, by the way, with her fucking magic. Just her alone. That's cool shit. That's what I'm talking but, about. But but no one's like no one talks about that. They're like, oh well, uh, it's all sexist or you know whatever. Fuck you. No, it's not. Well, what I would like, really like to see is a female Frodo. <laughs> uh, no, no, you don't want to see that. No, you don't. No, you do not. Stop it. Stop it now. No, you don't. That's not okay. Oh, well, a female. Come on. No Shrek, right? <laughs> a a female. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Luckily, there are still some TV shows that are at least trying to do shit right. Has anyone seen the uh, TV show called Resident a Alien? It's based on a comic series by the same name. Uh, I, I haven't heard of it. Well, I haven't seen the show, but I have heard of of what it is about. Yeah, it's got that awkward sort of humor. Okay. Which is, I find it real, rather funny. 
Ooh, like also, the show tends to be more refreshing since you have an obese uh, well, sheriff who's a woman, not the a, a deputy. Sorry, she tends to be smarter than the actual sheriff. <laughs> it's this scrawny little black guy. It's fucking hilarious. Sometimes <laughs> they should get up to. So he walked into the office of the episode I recently watched, and he had a dead arm because the doctor uh, gave him an injection that sort of put his whole arm to, to sleep. And he just walks in and goes, "Hey, guess what I can do? Slap!" <laughs> and knocks everything off the table. Wow! Couldn't feel a damn thing with it. So yeah, fine. That's pretty bonkers. Five comments. Foxler says, no, shark in a movie. Tank girl. Shark in a are movie. You, are you referring to, like, Sharknado 4? Oh, not those bloody movies. I mean, that was, yeah. I don't know. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, that's based on a true story, you know. There was definitely a water tornado that totally sent sharks into the town and started killing people all, all over the damn place. I thought it came from the story where you had, like, a tornado or something that picked up like fish and shit and just dumped it on town somewhere yeah I, about I don't know man it, it's some goofy ass movie but it's fucking funny <laughs> oh. Christopher no. Lloyd one of the actors who's been in a shit ton of movies one of these ridiculous movies he was in was like these weird eel things that would come up through the toilet so <laughs> guess what happened to him in the uh, start of the movie he got eaten by an eel thing. Oh, goodness, did he? Up his ass. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to hear that. Oh. I, I swear definitely did not want to hear that. Some B-rate movies are just fucking weird sometimes. Uh-huh. But Christopher Lloyd, though, like, he's a he's a top-paid actor. Like, what, did he only have, like, 30 seconds in that movie? Like, what the hell happened? It was a couple of minutes, but basically he was the first person to get offed in it, I think. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't ask me what the movie is called. I mean, a decent B-rate one I've seen was like uh, this monster that basically existed in sand. So if you touched the sand while this thing was around, you basically dissolved. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Remember there was like that fat black dude who was like in like the the 10 gallon tub or whatever? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then like like, the sand monster cut him in half. It was basically like a giant jellyfish. It was like just killing people. Like, they were trying to throw hot dogs onto the sand, like, see how big it was, and some crazy shit like that. That movie was done... (laughs) It's not, like, the best movie, but it's a good movie, if you want to watch No, dude, I I like that movie. I really do. I've watched it at least, like, three or four times. It's pretty damn funny. And I'm just like, oh, no, you're you're throwing the hot dog. Now now you know where it is, but, uh, okay... I don't know. It, it was a good movie, bro. It was. I'm going to answer now, this question and say yeah. Tremors pissed me off with the last movie. I do not know. Tremors. Was that the one with, with the vampire bats? No, that's the one with the gravoids, the giant snake worm things. That ah, were, uh, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like, the military came in, and then they tried to like bomb it using like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Mm. They're the ones that pull up the tentacles out from the ground, grab a hold of people, and then rip them under. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy. We got totally off topic, by the way. Yep. <laughs> Let's uh, go back to one of our stories. <laughs> All right. Jeez. About the whole feel about the Russia thing is. It's just that, though. I think the only thing we can do is just wait, well, you know, watch and see and, you know, and race for price hikes. Well, that's definitely going to be a, a big thing. Yeah. But I wonder yeah. if, like, Sony is not going to be able to sell games in Russia at all, like, for the next well, year. Only that's going to be crazy. Sales. Like, you know, Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, you know, all the other stuff, like CD Projekt and all that. Have just suspended sales in Russia. Yeah, but imagine that's like 130 million people. Like, like it's how? A big how do you? It's it's enormous. Absolutely, it's huge. And there's a lot of profit to be made. Oh yeah. No? Yeah, it's wild. <clears throat> people people really need to educate themselves on why Russia feels validated in in going into Ukraine. And honestly. Um, 
it's it's up to the people to stop what's happening, and I don't think it's going to happen because the media has I, done a very good job of propagandizing what's yeah, happening. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I think like, you're totally oh, right. Like the, the the there's no reason for to like to start World War Three. We don't we don't not have to go in there and intervene no. in some internal conflict. That's right. I'm not okay with spilling American blood. I'm really not. Like America, that's not a good thing. You lost that when you America went through Afghanistan. Yeah. And well, yeah, America has has done a bunch of bad shit, like Afghanistan, Iraq, Vietnam, like you name it. We're yeah, the I bad guys that. in a lot of different situations and we're the bad guys here in uh Ukraine. We really are. Well, we are I, I don't think we should be going into some some war that doesn't uh, concern us. You know, that that would right. be a bad thing. But, and, and that's that's what they want though. I mean, look at how they're they're pushing a certain narrative. They're they're manipulating search engines. They're manipulating things so that you cannot see Russia's side of the story. Mm. Um, right. Well, that, that, that's the whole government thing. But I'm more concerned about like about us. You know, like like furries. How <laughs> like there's a lot of furries in Russia who now are struggling to to deal with like how are they going to make a living doing commissions anymore? Like a, a lot of these services are shut down. Like that's that's crazy. So what was this thing about um, Duck Duck Go we were going to talk about? That's the perfect segue you just made with search. Oh yeah! Wow, just not intentionally. I was meant to get onto it, but you did. You yeah, no, I saw it and I forced it. Bone shark. Really? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? I could, I know I could count on you. <laughs> All right, now. Google alternative DuckDuckGo promises crackdown on disinformation. So, now, DuckDuckGo, a search engine dubbed by many as the free speech alternative to Google, has announced they will be taking steps to combat quote-unquote Russian disinformation. And so, in simple terms, they have just chosen to become the next Google. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh. Seriously. <laughs> Wait, so exactly how are they going to uh, cut back on disinformation? They're choosing to um, downrank sites that are, you know, associated with disinformation. Quote, they're they're seen as pro-Russian, yeah. I imagine they'd be censoring articles that have anything to do with pro-Russia or anti-Ukraine, and that they would bury those search results under, like, 20 pages of, of, of well, the pages that you're searching. Something, something to that effect, probably. So, so get this. I don't know why this happened, but I was trying to go onto the Kremlin's website to get Putin's side of the story um, because I knew through a YouTube video that he had posted his side of the story. I couldn't get it. Yeah, it popped up on on my search engine um, pretty far down because all you're getting like article after article, website after website was anti-Russia. Well, finally, oh, wow. I found, yeah, finally I found the Kremlin website. And I clicked on it, and it could not load. It wouldn't load on my tablet. It wouldn't load on our, our phones. And I tried multiple times on different days. It would not load. My uh, goodness, that is spooky. Like, that, yeah, that's, that's how they're trying to do shit like that. Not. Avira, wow. if, you hadn't yeah. if you've been keeping track of the news lately, you would know that certain uh, backbone providers are cutting off access to the Oh, I know that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Another thing... I, that I've kind of noticed is that some people are saying that the the, the dot, dot IU thing is um, off limits, and some people have reported that needing a VPN to get access to a a dot IU website, which is from the Russian, you know, uh, Russian website. Yeah, and yeah, it we're we're cutting off the Russians through Facebook and all these different things, and so then Russia retaliates by saying, "Fine, we can't use your platforms, then we're going to ban them here." And then our media reports, oh, well, the Russian dictator Putin is is making it illegal to have Facebook and Twitter. And it's like, you know what, you guys, we started that, though. We our companies are the the whole narrative is just really screwy. Yeah. And they're they're painting the narrative. That's what's wild about this is they're really like. And, you know, now and then now that search engines have been in on this, you know, the next thing we want to do is to come up with a practical solution and instead of relying on Google and DuckDuckGo, thankfully, there have there are some alternatives. Bing! And what is that? <laughs> is Bing still unbiased? Bing is Microsoft. 
do you okay, think? Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> All right. So uh, this article right here says uh, Brave Search and Pre-Search say they don't censor search results. That's mm. good. Okay. It's, it's they don't do that. I mean, that's what know, they're saying. What, you know, so after DuckDuckGo uh, announced right. that it would be abandoning its year-long commitment to unbiased search results, uh, down-ranking Russian disinformation, uh, two alternative search engines, Brave Search and Presearch, have committed to censoring their search results. Right. And so, mm. yes. And you know what, Noble? Yes, it was right to bring up Bing to a certain degree because Brave Search uses a bit of Bing for like a low amount of their queries. So, you know, yes, it's Microsoft. Yes, it's, you know, somewhat biased, but. You know, at least Brave is provided, you know, independently. It has an independent search index, so you know they have they have they're not beholden to Google or anything. Look, a lot of this shit really should be taken care of in the courts. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we have the UN for that. If you could say that, yeah, yeah, I would totally screw it here. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath. So this whole oh, disinformation, yeah. look. Cutting off completely long term is just going to exacerbate <laughs> the problems, drag it out. Exactly. And yeah. <sighs> it's no. just going to make it's going to make matters worse. It's it, you're not accomplishing anything by doing what we are doing, what our companies are doing. It's just it's making the situation worse, and that's all it's going to do is it's going to cut a country off from the rest of the world so that we cannot communicate with each other. We cannot share. Um, our perspectives, our viewpoints on what's happening, and we can't get the full picture. Yep, well, and in that, the long run, that hurts everybody. Yeah. While we look at it this way, who's been keeping track of the sanctions and the ones that have been put in place? Because some of these companies might not actually have the option but to do this without themselves getting, well, fined or into you know, deep-ass trouble. I can see your point there. I think a lot of companies, though, are just, they're pandering. Yeah. Because now, it's essentially gotten to the point where you're either pro-Ukraine or you're you're a bad guy, essentially. I mean, you even you even question what's happening and you get ostracized. So, yeah, as a company, that's how they that's, that's, that's the thing. Now, and and so they've been, oh, go ahead. Just, yeah, that's that's really what it is just with the narrative. And I'm, and I'm in full agreement with you. I'll make my um, my stance clear in a minute, but first we're gonna just wrap this segment up by looking at the other search engine that we found. Pre-search is you know, a private decentralized blockchain-powered search engine that it says, and it tweeted that it does not censor. And so they know that what we really need, maybe what we're really missing, is a decentralized and unbiased search engine. Yeah, totally. I agree and, with that. Yeah. And, you know, like that's also one of those things, too. Pre-search is powered by cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, another one of How those things that have... Yeah, been uh, I have a problem with the fact they're using cryptocurrencies. Oh, okay, I mean, so uh, is this new venue not... Do they have other alternative currency options? No, it's more the NFT thing. Ah, it's almost like crypto stuff, okay. Yeah, it says the, integrated, the not light, basically. Using. Yeah. Okay. You know, NFTs are just, I'm not, you know, big fan of them. Yeah, I'm not into that either. Yeah, no, it's just a messed up thing. But yes, as we now know, you know, um, maybe it is time to ditch Google and DuckDuckGo and, you know, start moving to other search engines that have, you know, that won't be yeah. a censorious or yeah, Yahoo's all right. Bing is okay. And, I'll say you know, right now that pre-search, because you, you mentioned it, I'm on here kind of looking around, and I'm pulling up stuff that I've never seen before on DuckDuckGo, so that's quite interesting. I mean, like, they haven't gone totally woke yet, but th- they did sell out, so it might take some time. But yeah, DuckDuckGo used to be, like, the go-to to yeah, get, like, to... some on-the-ground kind of knowledge, you know? Yeah. It used to be more, more down-to-earth, I guess. Those were the good old days. <laughs> yeah, right? Like 2014, 2015, thereabouts. Yeah. 
Yeah, used to be. Oh, well. Eh, Yahoo's alright. Alright, so I guess it comes to the end of the sh- it comes to the end of this. That's all the time we've got for the week. And, wow. Right. And, like, if I wasn't dealing with my own shit of a set of crazy, then, you know, we have to deal with this set of crazy. And I am going to be flat... And I'm going to say that I'm going to... My wallet is going to be teeming with me being flat broke from buying food and petrol and stuff. Uh-huh. But, <clears throat> luckily, I have been stocking up on uh, emergency food. So... Oh, so good. Back up on grains and essentials, yeah. Yeah. Beans last like 25 years. Yeah. Go for that. Rice. Beans, flour, rice, yeah. 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 Sugar, salt, all that yeah. stuff. Essentials. Right. So, as we come to the end of the show, um, we come to, you know, our closing com- you know, our closing comments. Who would like to start? Like, well, what, what's going on this week? Not it. <laughs> there are three sides to every triangle. Never forget that. That's true. There's always something out there. That's true. All right, uh, Jay. Um. Oh man. Um. I mean, uh, as you can probably tell, like, um, I probably don't have much to say, and uh, um. There's a lot I don't pay attention to, but uh, just seeing all this, I mean, just again, wow, crazy times we're living in. And, uh, um, you know, we, 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 we got to do what, what we can and uh, um, also uh, look out for ourselves and uh, um, all that stuff. And uh, um, I, I, I was also going to say, too, um, and I guess it's kind of related to the whole like, um, when it comes to, like, you know, information and stuff like that, like, uh, um, I feel like, you know, I am the kind of person that, you know, that says, like, you know, we have the right to know what's going on or, you know, hear your side of the story and stuff like that. And uh, it's like, you know, they're trying to cover things up and, you know, they don't want us to hear, they don't want us to see certain things. And um, even though I I mean, uh, um, there are times where I still say, well, maybe it's not good to know everything because, um, uh, you know, if you think about it, like, you know, it's like, you know, you you hear something that's like really top secret and then you might go into a freak out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But uh, so there's that too. Um, But uh, um and still kind of to this day, um, I'm just, um, I'm just kind of like, you know, what do I believe? Or, you know, what, what should I believe? I mean, you know, I'm hearing this, I'm seeing this and also hearing this and also seeing this and that. I mean, it's, it's, um, again, just, uh, wild times that, that we're living in right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally, man. Absolutely. All right. Uh, um, sure. Um, I mean, to go off of what the other guys just said, um, really, like, in, in a time of disinformation like we are in right now, it's it's so critical and so important to take responsibility for yourself. Um, focus on your own life. I mean, really, just do whatever you can to make your life as comfortable as possible right now, but also kind of like what noble was saying there's there's three sides to a triangle you before you just jump on board with a narrative it is just absolutely critical that you learn you go out of your way to learn why is the bad guy a bad guy why is the good guy like you information man this is a time of information and it's it's super critical to not jump on board with a narrative because everybody else is doing it i mean you can see it in the furry fandom as far as being called this or that, you know, people don't know who we are. And so they call us names and they, and that's why I was so yeah. hesitant oh, yeah. with the yeah. Russian stuff, you know, like, cause I've been through it. You guys have probably been through it. Like we know firsthand, like people are very quick to jump on a bandwagon and just start shoot, you know, shooting names left and right because yep. it makes them feel better about themselves. So totally. um, it's, we're in a time where it's extremely critical to, 
to get as much information as you can and make your own decision about what's going on. So, all right, absolutely, my dude, totally. And it, it's you, also kind of, um, it's also on. like, uh, you know, um, don't don't judge by uh, the book of its cover, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Avira? Well, I think uh, <laughs> this week has been pretty damn bonkers. I gotta say, uh, I'm so thankful that I was able to check out Shark's podcast. You know, she really does an incredible job. I highly recommend you guys check her out. And um, yeah, this is a, this is pretty fun, guys. I hope you guys learned something, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yep, as yep. <laughs> yeah as for us you know thanks you to all our listeners thank you for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this as much as we did in the making of the show and as i did say earlier before our episodes are always available on podbean apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher BitChute, and more further down the line this is us signing off for the week farewell and until next time ah! goodbye everyone Peace. Peace.